Welcome to the Silver and Mature Womanpreneur Podcast, a podcast for and by women over 50, providing faith-building strategies for female entrepreneurs looking to achieve higher levels of productivity, capacity, and growth, where we strive to focus on God's agenda while building our businesses to serve our community with excellence. Welcome to the podcast. Johnson on the show. We actually met about five years ago in Charleston uh, while at a networking event. I worked with her in managing one of her pop-up locations and she's also supported me in my business endeavors. She comes with a plethora of experience. She helps women in business learn, connect, grow, and prosper through training, coaching, events, mastermind groups, and support. And she helps them figure out how to go from where they are now to where they want to be. Welcome to the show, Katrina. Your networking event uh, is how we met, and it was just like an instant connection. I think we did like a little video or something like that, and it was just, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) So how in the world have you been? I have been fabulous. Um, I mean, I have to say that I am incredibly lucky Mm. that I really – Everything is going well, and mm. I pivoted successfully through the pandemic, um, you know, and, and actually it ended up, you know, being that blessing in disguise. Mm. Who knew? <laughs> I mean, that's a great place to start because a lot of people, you know, you have a, um, a segment of people who have no idea how to pivot their business because they've been doing it a certain way for so long. So one of some things that you did during the uh, pandemic that, you know, helped you to pivot successfully? Well, I mean, I was doing a lot of in-person events, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yep. I mean, I had, like, in-person mastermind groups, and I was doing, like, a training class, you know, in a classroom every Friday kind of thing. And suddenly when you can't leave the house, well, you got to – Get on Zoom, right? Yeah. And so you've got to create and figure out how to communicate through electronics versus in person, yeah. right? And I had a lot of community members who were very hesitant about Zoom and digital online. I mean, I kept hearing that, well, they just don't learn very well through the computer. You know, it's boring. They get distracted. So it was really, you know, coming up with ways, learning the different kinds of online tools and ways to engage people. Um, You know, like breakout rooms on Zoom. Oh, my gosh, once I figured out how you can put people into breakout rooms and have smaller, more intimate discussions inside of a bigger discussion, um, Mm -hmm. that was great. You know, and people ended up really liking it, right, and people really having kind of fun um, being able to be one-on-one with people and then, you know, into a bigger group and then go one-on-one again with someone else. People seem to, like, really enjoy it once they got into it. Yeah. So just managing the technology kind of thing. Um, And then the other thing that I kind of did early on was a lot of my trainings. I'm no longer doing in-person classes, but I spent quite a bit of time recording some training. 
and so I now have quite the library of all kinds of training. I mean, I basically, you know, sat in a spare bedroom <laughs> with, <laughs> with a computer and a camera, you know, the lighting, you know, it's not always the best kind of thing. But I recorded me talking to the room, you know, talking to the wall and recording <laughs> trainings. And, you know, they're all not great, but good information. Yeah. And but the but it's out there, right? And so yeah. now I can actually and so I actually have uh four or five courses that you know, online courses now mm-hmm. that um you know, people can download or buy just the course or they can still become a member of my organization and get access to the training. Yeah. But that freed up so much. I mean, honestly, I can just send people, you know, I was like, oh, you want to know X, Y, Z? You know what? Yeah. I did a three-hour training on that. Here's yeah. the link. Go watch yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so it actually became more efficient. Yeah. And I actually started doing more targeted mastermind groups, and that really worked for me. And I could bring in people, since the masterminds were online, I brought in, like, women from Florida and women from North Carolina and women from Indiana and women from Ohio kind of thing, in addition to South Carolina. So I got a real mix of businesses in some of my mastermind groups. Wow. You know, meeting new people and new ideas, and I mean that that just really worked. Um, yeah. So the pandemic was good for me. <laughs> you know, I, you know, it's it's funny you said that because I was going to say the same thing for myself because, and I and I don't know about you, but I am I am really a home a homebody, okay, and the whole idea of me being able to it was like I was waiting for that something not that I was waiting for the pandemic you know because I know that that reason to stay home I wanted that reason to stay home not have to get in traffic not have to dress up put on makeup for me it was really a blessing in disguise because I love connecting virtually um, and now with the social audio thing, you know, Clubhouse and all that stuff, oh, that's just right up my alley. That's just like my jam. Nice. Very good, very good. Yeah. yeah the, only, the, only, the other thing that I did that I seriously am like going, who knew? We got stimulus checks, right? Remember those things? You got those stimulus money? Mm-hmm. I didn't need it to live on, right? Because I, I still had business coming in and that kind of thing. Yeah, that's the great thing about the membership model. You know, you get some money right. every month. Right. But that stimulus money came in, and I used it to make improvements on my house. Got and it. one of the improvements was working on my office. I now love my I now love my home office. Before the pandemic, I didn't really spend as much time in the office because I was out. I was out meeting people. I was out, you know, I was meeting someone for lunch every day, and I was, you know, going here, going there, networking, whatever. Mm -hmm. Sitting here in my office, so my office was kind of neglected. Mm. I spent some of the stimulus money to really cozy up my office, and I love my office now. Wow. And so so it was kind of, but, you know, if I hadn't had the stimulus money, yeah. I would have never spent, you know, not that I invested that much, but I right. invested in my office. 
right? Right. Um, you know, a bookshelf that I just, it's funky and I absolutely just love it. It fits exactly. It's like, <laughs> that's like the perfect, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's the silly little things, right? It's like, that bookshelf is perfect. The dog yeah. bed, because my dog, you know, like hangs out with me. It's like, the dog bed is perfect right there. And the chair, you know, I rearranged <laughs> everything. It was like, this setup just flows for me, you know? Yeah. And I've, white, I've whitewashed the walls and they're gorgeous and you know, it's it's like it's a pleasure to be at home. It's like you're, it you is. know, because it's it's because that's where we spend we spend most of our time if we're, you know, working from home and we don't have uh, you know an office that we have to drive to or what have you. If we're working from home, why not have it be a place where it's you know it's a pleasure to be there. It's like I exactly. love working in my office. I love you know, the whole feel, the whole vibe of, you know, of my home office. And so, uh, so I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, you know, bought some motivational posters on the wall. Yes. I mean, and yes. before I didn't have any of that, right? And now right. I've got it and I'm like going, yeah, you know, I'm looking at the post that says she believed she could, so she did. Yes. Um, yes. And it's like I look at that every day and I read it. And, you know, and I've got, like, this mirror sitting beside me that I can, like, see if I'm smiling or not. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all these little things that just yeah. made such a difference. Did you find that, it, that you became more productive? Because some people, for some people, I, it was I like. I am incredibly more productive. Yes, yes. I, yeah. I, yeah, just getting rid of commute kinds of things and yep. waiting for other people. Like, oh, incredibly more productive. So Katrina, let's talk. Let's talk about what you help your clients do. Um, I know that you help women in business to learn and connect and grow and prosper through training. So you know, let's kind of dive in a little bit into what exactly you help your um, your your clients do. Okay. Well, I am all about foundation, right? I'm all about. Do you have a good foundation to grow on and to scale? So I go back to the basics, right? Are you what entity? Are you registered with the state? Do you have your EIN? Do you have a business banking account? And do you understand how to manage business expenses versus personal expenses and not mix them, right? Um, You know, some of my background, I was a bankruptcy attorney and had to deal with a lot of people's taxes. So I really try to make sure my entrepreneurs understand taxes and keeping track of expenses and making sure that the business is paying for itself. I really – you don't know how frustrated I get with people. I'm like, quit self-funding, right? Mm. Make the mm-hmm. business pay for itself. Mm-hmm. Find a way to make money in the business, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the first thing I say to and I just had this conversation with someone yesterday who's coming on board um, as a client. I'm like going, one of the first things we're going to do is we need to get you making money. Mm-hmm. You need to make sales. Yes, we will do the foundational stuff. We will get your website. We will, you know, set up an email service. We will get your Facebook page and your LinkedIn profile. We'll get all that stuff. But the very first thing I want her to do, and she's got 10 days to do it, is she needs to start calling people, email people, message people, and say, I'm starting to provide this service. 
who do you know, who can I talk to? And she has 10 days to come up with her first client because she has everything. It's just she doesn't have all the uh, all the bells. But people will hire her for her cert because none of her services are through her website, right? Mm-hmm. Her services are through her working with her client to get extra yeah. results. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, as long as she's got, like, a PayPal, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. even have to be, you know, you can cash out. You know, your first client can send you that first payment via cash app. Right, It doesn't right. have to go, you know, as long as she has, and she already has, like, her onboarding forms and, you know, that she already has that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like just I want you to reach out, and we kind of worked on some approaches, some things sure. to say to people. Sure. Uh, you know, we were her initial offering, what her price, you know, um, seriously, seriously. She <laughs> was trying to tell me that, well, I think I'm going to charge like, you know, four sessions for $100. Mm. And I'm like going, you have a master's degree and you've got like four certifications. You're not going to do four, four sessions wow. for $100. You're not. You're not. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. Because I don't know who you would attract with that, but not the people you want to attract. That's so actually, so she's true. going out. She's going out with um, her initial offer is four sessions for seven hundred and fifty. Well, exactly. That's where we're going to. That's where we're going to start. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we kind of worked through her money fears. Oh, but no one yeah. will pay it. I'm like, going, no, really, people will pay it because yeah. you are actually going to provide them information. And in four sessions, they're going to get information that could change their lives. Yeah. Right? And it's like if, you, if, if they can't invest $750 to change their life, then they're probably not going to be your client. I, you hit on so many points just right there. Like you, you, one, one of the things that, the uh, the things that I heard was this is someone that doesn't value their services. They don't value what they bring to the marketplace. They it sounds like well they're you very know, unclear of what yeah. they because she actually knows that she has really good information mm-hmm. and she's done the certifications. She knows her stuff. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't know how the marketplace. Is going to be. Yeah. I if did, you don't I, tell the marketplace, then they won't. She said, you got to yeah. tell them. This is what it's worth, and this is why. But it, it still boils down to how do you value what you bring, you know, to the marketplace, you know, because some people, yeah. they have a lot, you know, they have degrees, they have gone through, you know, certifications, they have, you know, 20, 30 years of experience or what have you, but yet they you know, a lot of times you find that when people are entering into the marketplace, it's like we think that people won't pay for our services. And so, you know, you said that in so many, you know, in so many words, that was kind of one of the challenges that that was like a mindset shift that has to happen that you're obviously helping someone with and so you know, helping your clients with when they, you know, when they come to you. No, absolutely. And I yeah. find that, I mean, everyone, okay, so I say that I, I do the four M's, right? It's marketing, management, mindset, and money, Got it. right? So those are the four M's that, you know, Morelli stands for. And I have to deal with all four of those with every client. Yeah. 
you know, and that mindset piece, oh, jeez. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, Go mindset. And, it, well, it's one of those things that, and I, and I don't even know exactly, well, actually, I probably do know how I got started in mindset, but mindset is such a critical piece. Oh, my God. And being motivated and keeping, just keep reminding yourself, you know. (laughs) I mean, I think it was Zig Ziglar who said, motivation doesn't last or neither does baiting. That's why you do it every day kind of thing. Right. Um, (laughs) I think I have that backwards, but motivation doesn't last, neither does baiting. But um, it's something that it's got to become a habit. And it's got to be something that you have to keep reminding yourself because the negative voices, the naysayers in your head, will continue to come out unless you actively say no. Yeah. That's not where I'm going. You know what? I can succeed at this. I can do this. I can be better. you got to continually do that. But there are so many women, and especially the women in this age group that we're talking about, yeah. They yeah. just, you know, it's like, oh, my God, they discount their experiences mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. It's like, you know what, you've been in a workplace for 30 years, and my guess is that you have been discriminated against, that you have been kind of discounted. You know, guys have talked over you and around you and haven't taken you at full value. And it's time to, and you survived all of it. So, you know, and I say that I want I want all my clients to own their own economy. That's what mm. I think. So I it's like, you know what? You've got to take ownership of your own money, of your own business. Mm. And if you are the decision maker, if you're the one who owns it, then step forward and say, no, this is how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm worth it. Do it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Don't look to anyone. Oh, anytime they say, you know, I don't mind them asking their husband's advice or whatever, but don't let him make the decision in your business. Yeah, yeah. He can have a yeah. say. He can have an opinion. That's great, but he doesn't get to make the decision for you. Yeah, yeah. Unless they're partners or something like that in the business. Well, you know. if yeah. If they're co-part, you know, yeah. yeah. If they're co-owners, yeah. then yeah, obviously. But but for the most but, part, it's like if the, if it's your business. Yeah. You don't go and ask him, well, should I do this or this? And you always do what he says regardless of what you want to do. Yeah. No. Yeah. That is no, so. No. You were talking about, you know, staying motivated and positive. So what are some things, and I know you talked about your office and, you know, the, the, <laughs> you know, the environment that you've created in your space. What are some other That's things right. that keep you motivated and positive? Well, okay, so um, there's a couple things. One is I am devoted (laughs) to the Miracle Morning, Hal Elrod. I love, what is it, savers, silence, affirmations, visualization. I'm trying to remember, it's like exercise, reading, Mm -hmm. and scribing, journaling. I love those. And I do try to incorporate them some part of every day. Now, I don't do all of them. You know, at the beginning, maybe I would really focus a lot. But now it's kind of like I do a lot of journaling, uh, do a lot of um, visualization, prayer. 
but I mean, I love the Miracle Morning because I it has really, really worked for me. It really yeah. does. The other thing is, I have kind of a um, a library of motivational videos. And anyone who's been around me very long, they know that you know that <laughs> there's one called Dream. It, it's a picture, and if you go to YouTube and it, just put in Will Smith Dream or Les Brown Dream. And it's just a compilation of different motivational movies and, and Les Brown and Rock Thomas and a couple other people, their speeches. That is like four minutes. And if I ever feel I'm getting off track, I'll watch that. Mm-hmm. And it will get me right back to where I need to be. And I've got one of Marianne Williamson that, again, if I kind of feel a little off, you know what? All I need is watch that video of like three to four minutes, and then suddenly I'm in my living room, like shouting at the world, going, "I'm going to win!" You know? Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so, but I do read, right? I'm always, I've always got a couple books going. Um, matter of fact, if you went out into my living room right now, you would see that this morning I was reading "Think and Grow Rich," which I try to read at least once a year. Um, so that's out there. I've got, well, I just got The High Five Habit from Mel Robbins. Yeah, I've been a real, oh, the last, I mean, I don't know, I'm going to say four or five months, I've just mm-hmm. loved every single thing that Mel Robbins has done. Yeah, the five-second rule, yes, the original yes. one. But yep. when she finished this book, this High Five Habit, I, you know, I don't I subscribe to her newsletter kind of thing. And, and I subscribe to her blog. I guess that's where it started. And it was like every single, like two or three, she doesn't post like every day, right? So she posts like maybe once a week. And it was like message just hit me. And then like the next week, that message hit me. And then the next week, that me- and it was just like going, oh, my God, every single thing. For, and it's been for like three or four months now. It's like she come 100% resonates with what, what wow. I need. Yeah. And um, so I've been a big Mel Robbins lately. It's <laughs> like I'm reading everything <laughs> Mel, Mel Robbins, you know. Yeah, I think I went to a Brene Brown thing yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and now I'm in a Mel Robbins. It's just like everything that she's doing and saying and speak is like that is yeah. that is the truth for me. So that's kind of how I keep keep the end. <laughs> the other thing is because I've got clients that I got to work with. Mm-hmm. I've got to make sure that I'm straight yep. and that's motivated right. and happy to feed into them. So Absolutely. that that kind of keeps me on track. Is like, well, I can't really have a conversation with them when I'm in a, you know, a deep funk yeah. kind of thing because I've got to lead them, or I've got to be like the demonstration for them on Absolutely. how to approach things. Mm-hmm. So that you know, that's kind of like that other motivation is like, well, I have people, yeah. you know, quote unquote, relying on me that I don't want to let them down. It's it's funny it's funny you said that because I was as you were saying that I thought yeah you know you it's like I can't come to a coaching session or a mentoring session or whatever and I am trying to show them you know where to go and I haven't been there myself right what do you consider your greatest success so far 
You know, I I mean, honestly, my greatest success, honestly, was coming to the realization that I'm in control of my life and I can make myself happy and make money and no one else is going to do it for me. (laughs) That was like the the biggest thing. But, um, But I've had a couple client successes. Mm-hmm. that are just kind of mind-blowing, honestly. I had one young lady, um, she joined my uh, a mastermind group, mm-hmm. you know, one of my, you know, paid masterminds, and she told me, I send them a business assessment at the beginning, and she wrote on there, she's like, going, well, you are kind of like my last stop. She goes, I am going to, if I can't figure this out, I'm closing my business. Now, she's been in business for like five years and was just really struggling. And, you know, we had her set a goal. You know, her first goal was she wanted to make 5000 a month. Well, she made that goal on like day 62, mm. um, you know, which was basically her second month in the mastermind. She hit her 5000 mm. And then she said her goal was, well, she really wanted to quit her job. She had kind of a part-time on-call job. J-O-B, and she's like, well, I really want to do that, but I've got to have consistent money, right? I have to make sure that I feel that it's going to work every month. And you know what? And then, like, the next month she made 7000 And the next month she made, you know, maybe maybe dropped down a little bit, like 62 And then, But we did six months in a row over five, and then she was, like, knocking on the door to 10000 And then, like, in month six, seven, she – went over 10, was like close to 12. Wow. And then, and then she pretty much was, she's like, going, Trina, I can do this. I know how to do this. I've got clients. I mean, she was selling out every single month mm. um, and meeting and exceeding, and she was like becoming in demand, right? People were actually mm-hmm. reaching out to her without her even really doing much, right? mm-hmm, <laughs> because mm-hmm. Because she created the buzz and she did the right things and she was talking now suddenly to the right people, right pricing. I mean, one of the first things we did was change her pricing. And seriously, it was like, I'm like this mother hen. I was like so freaking proud of her. <laughs> and when she said, she's like, oh, I talked to my husband and I'm putting in my notice, I'm quitting my job. Uh, honestly, it was like, I don't know which of us were like happier. <laughs> you know, because it was... It was just such a great journey to watch. Every week, you know, she'd come to the mastermind, and, you know, because at the end of every mastermind, you got to-dos, right? I mean, this is mm-hmm. what, you're, what you've got to do this week, blah, 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 blah. And she would come back and, you know, I did this and did this. Oh, and I got to do this and whatever. And so the other people in the mastermind were, like, going, well, we don't, we don't want to feel like, with a slacker. <laughs> so they all, <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's what one of them said. Yeah, um, yeah. They're like going, so they actually started pushing a little harder and doing a little bit more. And that first mastermind group um, of all six ladies hit their goals. Wow. Every single wow. one of them. And, and by a lot. Wow. Um, yeah. So it was like, yes, this model works. And when you get one or two that can be on fire, then they just pull everyone else with them. 
I mean, I'm sure you were just like over the moon, and that's probably oh, an yeah. understatement. <laughs> well, and, it was, and it's so exciting, right? Yeah. Um, just to see them blooming and blossoming and getting results, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing, right? I mean, when you're a yeah. coach or, you know, mastermind leader, facilitator kind of thing, mm-hmm. you want them to get results. Mm-hmm. And that first group just had some amazing results. Um, now, I know you've so. been doing, and I know you've been doing masterminds for a while, because you were, you know, doing them, yeah. of course, you know, when I was there. How long have you been doing yeah. masterminds? Well, six years. Wow. Six years. Wow. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, so, so my Tuesday night group, I mean, and it, it changes, right? I mean, yeah. people flow in, flow out, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but that's been going for six years. Wow, wow. But now I'm doing like intensive masterminds for, you know, it's only um, for six months. Yeah, And then they can move to the, but it's a real intensive, it's a 90-day intensive with 90 days of maintenance. So what are some things that, what are some things that you see or maybe some common mistakes that you see that entrepreneurs make? And, you know, you kind of shared a few mindset things, uh, you know, when we first started talking. What are some other things that you see, some common mistakes that entrepreneurs make? Well, I mean, probably the first one is underpricing. Mm, okay. Um, that, that one's huge. The other thing is having the idea that everything has to be done before you start. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That you've got to have the website and you've got to have, um, you know, your, your, all your social media and you've got to have, like, you know, 20 posts and you have to have at least, you know, 2,000 followers uh, you know, before you actually start. Yeah. That, that just, I'm like going, no, you know what? I mean, the IRS says you're in business when you make your first sale. Mm-hmm. It is not, you're not in business when you create your Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> that's not being in business, okay? Um, that's right? funny. I mean, you know, yeah. Like, well, <laughs> but so they, they want to do all this prep work. And some prep work, absolutely. I mean, you really should go through the business planning process and get an idea of how the business works. Absolutely. You know, but don't spend so much time on that that you don't actually launch you don't actually, you know, I mean, you've got to sell something. You've got to talk to someone because that's what business is. Yeah. So that's, that's a big one is they take too long to get ready. Yeah. You know, that, that. <laughs> because yeah. then they, like, get scared. It's like failure to launch. It's like, no, just dive in, you know. Yeah. Um, like, Do it funny because you talk about the first mastermind. So I'll just tell you a, a quick little story. So mm-hmm. my very first mastermind, right, I'm going to do it, and I – I had rented a room at a restaurant downtown kind of thing, and I go to my first mastermind, and I sat there all by myself for 90 days, no, for 90 minutes. No one showed up. Okay, you know, but I did what I did. You know, I was there. All right, so I'm still promoting it. So second week, again, no one showed up. Third week, I went and picked up a friend and drove him <laughs> with me so that the two of us could mastermind, right? Right, right. Week four, I went by myself because someone said that they were coming. Um, and I went, and they didn't show up, and it was like 20 minutes late. So I left, 
And I had just got out of the parking lot, and the phone rings, and it's the restaurant going, hey, there's someone here looking for you. <laughs> Turn back around, talk to them. And then by week five, I think I had like three people. And maybe maybe ten weeks in, I had like a group of like eight or ten. Mm. You know, and I've had as many as 25 and 30, mm-hmm. right, at a time. But, you know, most of the time it's like that eight to ten people. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It took a couple times, and it took me being embarrassed, sitting by myself, feeling lonely. But I just said, I know this is going to work. I know if people would just do it, they'd get value out of it. Yes. And, you know, yes. and I had to believe it for myself. And I yes. think that's something that I really want people to know is you've got to believe in it for yourself. Mm. Yeah. And, regard, I mean, you will figure out a way to get it introduced to the marketplace, mm-hmm. but sometimes it takes some time. Yeah. And success, especially in business, is not instantaneous. You are not going to do one Facebook post, hey, I'm open for business, and everything's going to go. Absolutely. <laughs> right? I mean, that's yes. just, it takes some time, and it takes some effort, and it takes consistency. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, that's, and you cannot give up. Yeah. Um, you just can't. You've got to be persistent. Yeah. You can tweak, I, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. but you you just got to always be trying something. Yeah, I, I so agree with everything you said. Even when I was there and starting my group, you know, it, it was the same thing. There wasn't, I don't remember how many like the first time, you know, but it took a while, you know, for people to start seeing it. You know, I had put the event on Eventbrite and people, you know, started seeing it and things like that. And uh, after a while, you know, I had consistent people coming. Yeah. If I wasn't, if I, if I thought I didn't want to be there, <laughs> it was like I would get a message. Uh, are, we, are we having our meeting today? You know. Right. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, uh, so I totally, I totally agree. Are we ever too old to start something new? What do you think? No, never, yeah. never. Yeah. Oh, never. Uh, are you kidding? And <laughs> you know, and there's all there's all kinds of you know studies out there, and you know, case studies that people like started great things in their sixties and seventies. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you are mentally able, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think in today's world, there are so many options, and there's so many things to learn, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, seriously, technology, and who knows where things are going, right? Absolutely. But but you can always learn it. Mm -hmm. I agree. But no, I don't don't think there's any age limit at all. I, I totally agree. So what are some exciting things you have coming up in your business that you want to share that's exciting you want to ooh, share ooh, with ooh. those that's okay, listening? Okay, so, I, so have, yeah. I have like two. two All right. I mean, I have a lot of exciting, but I've got two particularly exciting. Okay, so one, um, I have a, what I call like a signature workshop mm-hmm. called Niche Creation Intensive. Oh. And it is three days, uh, we're going to make it like three and a half days, where we really dive into niche creation like how do you carve out your unique place in the marketplace and then not only do we define how you are unique 
but then we work for like two days on creating your messaging and then make sure that you're consistent like on social media and your website and Google My Business and that, that you have consistent messaging and you're resonating with the right people who your ideal clients are. So niche creation is coming up, and we're going to take it on the road from Charleston. We're taking it down to Savannah, Georgia. Oh. Um, and we're going to be there March 3rd through 6th of 2022. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah, so that's exciting. Yeah, so niche creation is coming up in March, and then next June, June 24th and 25th, um, I'm bringing back my annual conference, which is called Marie Talks. Ah. So Marie Talks is, you know, fashioned after ten. Now, you've attended the Marie Talks, I mm-hmm. believe. I have, yeah. yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Marie Talks will be happening June 24th and 25th. And it's now a two-day conference because the last Marie Talks, it was like a TED Talk, right? So mm-hmm. TED Talks is just speaker, speaker activity, speaker, speaker, speaker activity, you know, which is mm-hmm. great. Um, but people were saying that they wanted more hands-on. They would like more like of a workshop. They wanted vendors. Yeah, because I was like going, I didn't have vendors at the old version of Marie Talks because there's no time. At, mm-hmm. You know, that, that's not good for the vendors because everyone would be rushed and they don't have yeah. time, you know. Yeah. So we're having, so now the new Marie Talks is two days. So day one is vendors and workshops. Got it. So you can go to the vendor hall at your leisure, but we also have, I have three partners, um, the I Hope Women's Business Center, the Holistic Chamber of Commerce, and the ABWA are doing workshops. You know, they're in breakout rooms and providing Mm -hmm. workshops. So you can look at the schedule and go, you know, I want to go to this workshop about resumes and this workshop about, you know, your LinkedIn profile and maybe this. But in between... I'm going to go and visit the vendors and do shopping and and that kind of thing. So that's day one. And then day two is the Marie Talks, which is, you know, motivation, advice, real talk, inspiration, and education. Panel speakers (laughs) and activities and going to impact people's lives. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, what I was going to say was when I was there – now. Did you stop having them? I mean, like, well, I guess because the of pandemic. COVID. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I had one scheduled, and mm-hmm. you know, then couldn't couldn't do it in yeah. person. And right. you know, I really struggled with whether I thought I could make it a virtual con. I really did. I struggled with that, but yeah. I finally said no. You know what? I felt that the power needed to be in person. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And what I was going to say was, I mean, when I attended your Marie Talks, I mean, it was absolutely amazing. I mean, the women, they were so powerful. I was sitting like on the front row. And I mean, I remember, because I still have pictures that will show up in my Facebook feed, I think. (laughs) You know, and I was like, man, that was so powerful. Yeah, it was really, really. So I'm glad to hear that you're bringing that back. and I think that's going to be awesome. And anyone that's listening, if they can make it to that. Um, moving forward in confidence that after January we can meet in person. Yeah. Um, you know, I, yeah. you know, now I'm going, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm going to have a mix going for. I will have more virtual. I'm not moving everything back to in person. 
because yeah, I find so it's like very that, effective that hybrid, online. That hybrid approach, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, and I totally get that, definitely. Uh, so how can people reach you? Well, let's see. How can they reach you? Well, you can find me the on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Um, actually, the best way is probably email. Okay. And it's, it's Trina, T-R-I-N-A, at Morelli E-T-C. So that's oh. M-I-R-E-L-L-I-E-T-C dot com. Got it. All of that information in the show notes so that people can reach you. Definitely include all of your links. Direct through email is okay. actually probably the best. That's the best. Okay. All right. Well, we will put that. But if they want to connect with you, you know, things like that, um, then we'll definitely. Yeah, they can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm just oh, saying, yeah. hey, I heard you on the yeah. podcast. So I'm like going, yes. That's right. That's right. And uh, and definitely you have a a Facebook group and and uh, all of that. So we'll definitely have that information. Last thoughts, comments, what have you? Know, you well, probably you last thought is just believe in yourself and do what you want to do. Yeah, <laughs> I love do it. what makes you happy. Yeah, and you know what? The world will adjust. They will adjust. I love it all. Katrina, thank you so much for joining me on the show. I will definitely have to have you back. There were so many things that I wanted to cover, and I was like, man, I think I'm <laughs> going to have to wait until next time. So, so I want to have you back you know, on the show so that we can just continue this conversation. Hi, this is Aldrema Harper, and thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you got value for where you are in your entrepreneurial endeavor. And if you'd like to know more about how I can further serve you, simply go to CoachDreama.com. Again, that's CoachDreama.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Have an amazing day.